Welcome back to Strictly Footy Lads. Another week, another season review, and a little bit of a mini preview. We got the Cronulla Sharks this week. A uh, bit of an up and down season for them, but we'll get into that later. Tom, how you going? Great, great. Um, yeah, awesome, mate. I got no idea where I'm at with this team. Honestly, um, I haven't. I'm look. I'm not gonna cap. I like to keep 100% real. I definitely have not prepared anything for this. So everything's going to be straight off the dome. Going to be a real test of the ball knowledge. But we're here. We're going to do it regardless. But yeah, a very weird season for the Sharks. I mean, a lot of people were really high on them at the start of the year. And they come out and absolutely pump the Dragons into the ground in their first game. And then from there on, basically, they just didn't look good. Um, But yeah. Interesting poll we got coming up. Nah, I think everyone expected them to take a step forward from 2022. I know they finished second uh, that season, but let's be real, they had a very, very easy draw. They won about three games against top eight teams over the whole season, went out in straight sets. So I think a lot of people were looking for them to uh, kind of build on that, um, go as a team. They didn't make too many signings. Yeah. Um, kept relatively the same team, but... Uh, I th- I think they've underdelivered in that aspect. I honestly think they've just had basically the same season except they finished seventh. Same problems. Yeah. Jazz. Yeah. I I don't really think they addressed anything from twenty twenty two. They just ran it back with the same team. To be honest, I actually think they went the other way because in twenty twenty two they couldn't score. That was the whole issue with them. They couldn't score, and that's what people are saying. They can't put these games away. Like I remember they're playing South and winning like thirteen twelve. Like. Yeah. And they were, their defense was top tier, whereas this year it goes the other way, and they just they're the highest point scoring team in the league. But their right edge was it left edge? Their their left, left edge, edge was yeah. getting completely shredded every single week. Yeah, and I you know I think we're going to discuss it, but they need to find a way. That's that's probably you know, I think everyone expected them to come into the year, and a lot of people were tipping grand final, top four, top six. Everyone was saying top eight. Everyone was saying this team's a contender. And then, you know, similar to the Cowboys, it kind of came back down to earth a little bit. Yeah, we both had them um, coming in that fifth or sixth spot. Uh, we, I think we had them interchanged with the Cowboys. Yeah. I think I had Sharks fifth, you had them sixth. So I guess you were closer there. But um, I was spot on, mate. Yeah. I, I expected them to have a better year, but be down on the ladder. Yeah. If that makes sense. But, um, I think they started off real strong. They they played some, um, wouldn't say bottom teams, but some teams that um, probably weren't competing for the title this year. Mm-hmm. And they were smoking them. They looked really good. Yep. Hines looked on form. Nakora was, was smashing it at that point. Mulatalo was probably the best winger in the NRL for a little bit, I'd yeah. say. He's up there, definitely. They were looking hot. Nah, apparently um, Jermaine Asako is the best winger in the NRL. Corinne Clarkie, not Brian Toe. No, <laughs> New South Wales Player of the Year. Um, yeah, Graham, three people. Yeah, wouldn't be him. Anyway, I'm not talking about wingers. Sorry, I got half a protein bar in my mouth. Nah. So um, yeah, my point is, Sharks are on top of the world. Then they came up against you know Penrith. They um, got the South game in there. They beat South actually. I think they pumped South. When oh, that was South's downfall. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. There's I can't a few remember. games in there where Cronulla just were not competitive at all. Yeah. 
Um, the Warriors smoked them. Uh-huh. That game was probably an all-time low for them. Even earlier in the season when they played the Warriors, I think they led like 28-0 at halftime. Oh, I remember that. And then... Got palms. SJ brought them back into it. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I think, again, it was another very up-and-down uh, season for Cronulla. And I genuinely think we're talking about the same things as 2022 with them. Bro, pardon me. I'm chewing right the mic. Um... Yeah, exactly the same things. I think to be to be fair, they didn't make any roster changes to me that would change anything to do with this team. So I don't, just really don't know where to go. And that's an issue we can get to as well because you could see throughout the season, all right, they've got these issues yep. and nothing was changed. Fitzgibbon took so and I long think, to pull the trigger. Unfortunately, I think that's a bit of a knock on Craig Fitzgibbon because he wasn't yep. really willing to change much up until it got to the last kind of rounds of the, of the comp. You know, we weren't seeing them take out Talakai. We weren't seeing them make all these changes, putting Trindle in the halves. We weren't seeing these things until like round 18, round 19. when It, was, it, it wasn't too little too late, but it was still like, you guys aren't going to make four now because of these changes. Like, mm-hmm. you should have made these probably... Four weeks earlier. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of Sharks fans were calling for it, for it throughout the season as for well. For sure, for sure. And it was plain as daylight. That left edge was getting smoked week after week after week. Mm. And it took them way too long to take Talakai out of the centres. Now, I don't think he had a terrible season, but defensively, no, defensively it wasn't but good. The issue is, there's always got to be a scapegoat. And people thought Talakai was overrated last year. They were calling him the the one game man. Like Moylan was horrible as well defensively. Wilton was Wilton off. Wilton was horrendous defensively as well. Like, I'm Mul- not, I- and Talo, as we say, wingers are only good as people inside them. But still, for a, for a player known for kind of being a good defensive winger, he was still off as well. Yeah. And Nico yeah. was getting shredded. Like it, it wasn't just Talakai that was conceding oh, yeah. thirty points I was a game. Getting to the other players, it was Talakai was the no, first one. No, but that I'm saying like came to mind. Throughout the whole season, all the analysts and stuff were going, Talakai, he's so lazy, Talakai, maybe he should be back to second row. Why is it just Talakai? The thing is, people are targeting him because he came out, he didn't have a most impressive debut for New South Wales. People were calling him, you know, the one game man after his game versus Manly, saying his career is just one game. So everyone had an agenda against him, and then once it came that, you know, he was a bit weak defensively, then people were just like, Talakai, he's Talakai, drop him, drop Talakai. Then they listened to it, and... They got even worse the next game. Yeah, look, I don't think... It definitely wasn't all Talakai, and on the offensive side of things, he's actually doing quite well. Mm. Had a ton of try assists. So many metres. Yep. A lot so of many metres as well. Runs out of trouble. And but the issue is, when your inside guys like Moylan, Teague Wilton are missing tackles, mm. Talakai's got to come in. Yeah. And if the yeah. opposing centre gets on the outside of Talakai, he's not catching up. He's a big body. Yeah, well, I and, think... And, yeah, That's yeah, where the yeah, issue yeah. lies with Talakai defensively. I don't actually think he's a terrible defender at all. No, I'm with you. I, I agree. It's just it's just matchup wise, the inside guy has to be has to be on. And I think it did look better mm. with Way Graham. Yep, Wade but Graham then then Way Graham goes and retires. So, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, what I was gonna say, again, pardon me, I just got home, so I'm just eating. Um. I've completely lost that. Great. You continue. Tigers left edge. Uh, Tigers. Sharks left edge. Talakai. It's coming back to me. Uh, Wade Graham. It's coming retiring. back to me. It's coming back to me. That's it. I'm there. That's your prompt. Um, 
I remember we were saying we were watching that game where the Sharks dropped Talakai. I think he came off the bench. Yep. And we're like, they actually look worse because they are not getting out of their own end because that's what Talakai was there for. He's making those big post-contact meters out of their own end. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't there and they were literally just getting absolutely folded. And I think they, I think they had a loss to the Dolphins as well, the Sharks, didn't they? Oh, they got smoked. Yeah. I that, remember that. I think they got pumped by the Dolphins. Now, I'm going to try to find the like, exact game where Talakai like got dropped. something to... No, nah, Talakai played that game because he got... Yeah, yeah, no, no, I remember. But Talakai played that game. And look at his run meters. It was against... Against who? Look at Talakai's stats. The against, Dolphins. Against the Dolphins. Like, Valence the 36-16. 36-16. Look, look at the opposite way. Oh, my days. 242-97 post-contact. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I remember they dropped him for Tracy, right? Which I think, in all fairness, was the right call. So, was that after the Manly game? No. It was before the Manly game. It must have been this Warriors game, because he played awesome against the Tigers. What? Yeah, so it was this Warriors game where they went, sack, get Talakai out of the team. They lost 44-12 to the Warriors. Now, he had a bit of an underwhelming game. game. against Melbourne in there where they lost like 50 to 2. Yeah. But then, so they dropped Talakai, right? Go into this game against Manly, where Manly put an absolute score on them. Do you remember it was like 30-0? Mm-hmm. It was 30-0. You guys let them back into the game. But oh, their, their back line, listen to their back listen to their 2-5. to 114, 170, 119, 117 in terms of metres. Talakai needs to be there. He needs to be there. Now, he needed to be there, but... For me, he's he's. We'll get into our best seventeens later. But for me, he's not going to be there this year. Talakai, not in the centres. Oh, well, we'll get we'll get to it later, mate. Mm. We'll get to we, it later. we sure will. We sure will. I can't talk. Nah. So okay, my best seventeen as every week is probably going to get flamed by you. <laughs> well, I like to. I don't do it like a predicted seventeen. What you want to see? Realistic. Yeah, it's just what I would do if I was a mm. shark. Okay. Hmm. And when I say when I say it, I, I think that there needs to be change. Yeah, there's got to be change after the last two years. So, um, anyway, we'll get into some uh, strengths and weaknesses of the Cronulla Sharks this season. Obviously, we've talked about the uh, defensive um, issues on that left edge. Yep, I think their forward pack is uh, way too small. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's a strength. I was gonna say I reckon. Here we go. Hot take. I think they've got the worst forward pack in the comp. One of one of no the in, in term okay in terms of players I, I wouldn't say it but the way they fit together mm. doesn't work that's what I'm saying they on don't paper have that big alpha guy on paper you look at that and you go okay Britton Nakora Cam McKinnis Dale Finucane like these are all representative players yep and then they made no meters they're so small compared to other packs like I remember the Tigers played the Sharks right yep and it just got torched. But we won the middle the whole game. The whole game. Mm-hmm. Nicara was the only player who we struggled to contain. And he's on. He's really on an edge. He's not really in that Well, he's middle. basically a centre. Yeah. He plays that wide. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was that was for me where I kind of like, was like, this pack is questionable. Yep. The pack is super questionable. Um, Look, a week... Yeah. Royce Hunt and Hamlin Ueli are pretty big guys, but neither of them are that... That, like, but the have modern, that mongrel in them to. But I to want you to take them, right? I want you to take them. Yep. And then I want you. So th- they they'd have a similar f- 
frame to say a Fanua Blake. Big Royce Hunt, yeah. How they're not. They're nowhere near skillful. Nowhere near as skillful. Nowhere near. Um, even if you want to turn it down a bit to like a Blake Laurie, I'm taking Blake Laurie over both of them. Yeah. So, I I just think the way I think Craig Fitzgibbon kind of rotates them too, they don't really get a roll on. A big strength though this year was discovering Tom Hazelton. Yeah, I was gonna say the only the only issue with Hazelton is he he doesn't play a big role. He's Don't playing, play huge he's minutes. Playing twenty to twenty five minutes a game max, and he was puffed. Yeah, like if they if they want to bring Hazelton in, he's got he's got to get that fitness up. Yeah, got to get that fitness up, and he he was brilliant. He when was. He came on. He was incredible, and I also think, as I mean, Dale Finucane. I mean, I guess you could call him a leader, but I don't think he's playing anywhere near his best. Yep. I, I think they also need a leader in that four pack, not just that mongrel guy. So, I think Fanukin is a leader of this. Uh, you know, of the definition, veteran. He's an old head, experienced mind, can get the boys in a huddle and tell them what's going on. Right, similar to Wade Graham, but they don't have that bloke that's going to hit the ball so hard and take a massive hit up and smash someone. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only time Fanukin did that is when he took Stephen Crichton's ear off. So, you know, wrong wrong place, wrong time. But that's why I really like Kafusi for them. But, again, they didn't really give him a, a def- yeah. definitive role. He just kind of came off the... And I, I, again, I, I think he's... He, well, he's not a small bloke, but, like... Yeah. He, he's too much like players that they've already got in their pack. I don't think he adds an extra like layer. I just think he's got another team. level though. Like I actually really like him as a player. I think, and I think I think we'd be talking about Hamilton Uwelly very differently if he didn't have so many injuries. Yep. Because I think you can clearly. Uwelly is. A I player. I really like him. Yeah, and I think you know he <clears throat> he if he didn't have so many lower leg injuries, would be such a different player, man. Such a different player. I think you can kind of see that slowed him down a little bit. He's a little bit less agile. Because yep. I remember, like, his first year, he was really agile, like, throwing offloads, skipping around the park. Um, but, yeah, obviously, injuries have just derailed him, and obviously, it's weak in the Sharks' pack. Yeah. No, um, I'm with you. A, a strength. A strength. Can I just say attack? Because yeah. their attack is nuts. Their attack. They can generate points everywhere. from anywhere. Mm-hmm. From anywhere. Um, we had a lot of questions over Will Kennedy coming in this year. We'll get to that. But but this this year, he was great. Exactly. He, and I know people wanted to say Tracy makes the meters, but you could tell that they missed Kennedy's ball oh, playing. Yeah. You could tell their oh, attack yeah. just wasn't flowing, and people were a lot of the time saying it's because of Trindle. It, it wasn't because of Trindle. Trindle was playing the same role Trindle plays every game. And look, I think Tracy was was very good at fullback. To be honest with you, but. Will Kennedy has that extra experience. It, I don't even think it's ball playing. I th- well, it, it kind of is, but I think their levels of ball playing are actually quite similar. I think Kennedy was just smarter with it, yeah, with more experience, and and I think he's got that extra bit of speed. Oh, one hundred percent. And Trace is not a bit slow. More deception. Yeah, but I think it's more his off the mark, like mm-hmm. just his yeah. ability to accelerate onto the ball, like yep. out of nowhere. I remember we were watching him at the start of this year, like, against Para, against the Dragons, and we're like, bruh, Nico isn't playing, 
Oh, obviously he was back for Dragons again. Yep. But Nico's not playing, and this guy is still getting the wins. Yeah. And like, if they weren't winning, they were right there because mm-hmm. Kennedy was playing so well. So we may as well get into the shining lights. And Will Kennedy was my mm. first player. I think he's just gone to a new level this year. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't think he's quite at that origin level yet, but he's definitely gone from almost a fringy first grader fullback to, yep. well, I had Dykes replacing him, honestly. So, I think we both did. Yeah. I think I said Kennedy, but I wouldn't be surprised if Dykes comes in. Well, yeah, realistically, oh, I, I think it was always going to be Kennedy at the start, but I, I said that I would have done Dykes. Yeah. Oh, pause. Uh, but I think, Will, I think Will Kennedy is... um. I think he's gone to that kind of solid NRL player tier. I'd even go above that. I'd say same tier as the Bullers, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, the Meanies, you could say. Um, I'd have him around that tier. That'd yep. be my kind of tier for him. A, a week in, week out first grader who actually has some potential. He's very solid, very consistent. Um, there was a lot of questions over his defense, obviously, but I think he's kind of put that to bed. Yeah. Um, I know defense, you know, for a fullback is quite a big thing, but we saw Tracy had better defense. It didn't really stop anything from happening. Yep. Um, and if anything, it made them go a bit backwards because they were just missing him so much, but he, yeah, he had an outstanding year. His output was insane. Uh, missed a few games to the wars the back end of the season through injury, which I think had they had had him, they would have been in a different spot come finals. Um, and I think they would have beaten the Roosters yeah. in that game. Um, but, yeah, I think, <clears throat> like you said, he, he was huge this year. Huge. Yep, yep. Um, so I've kind of split the Shining Lights into three categories. I've right. got guys that just went to the next level. Yep. I've got guys that kind of... Um, kind of got their chance got yep. their way into the squad so like ha- got, is that like uh, your Hazeltons like yeah. just with this and then yeah. guy, guys that exploded mm-hmm. so um, the other guy I've got in just went to a new level I think Blake Braley mm-hmm. um, probably finished the year uh, a bit weaker than what he w- would have wanted to I think yep. again he was just kind of playing to the rest of his teammates' performances as well because I think everyone in Cronulla dropped off a little bit towards the end of the season. Um, but yeah, Braley, throughout most of the year, I, I think he went to that, that new stage to the point where I had him in origin talks. I know it was for game three as a dead rubber, but still, yep. I thought he was at that level. I thought he should have been picked over Reese Robson, which is a little bit out there, but mm-hmm. it, it just speaks to, speaks to how high I was on him. Uh, in general. Yeah, um, not as high on Braley as I think you are, but I think still, dude's a beast. He's a beast. I think he's got a lot ahead of him too. I, don't, I think, you know, I don't think he just stops here. I think he's just going to keep getting better and better and better. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, he definitely went to a new level. I wouldn't say he really exploded. I would just say he's very consistent. He's in the new level. Uh, yeah, agree. but yeah, I do agree with that. Um, I want to talk about someone that exploded. I've got one. Is it Britt Nicker? It is Britt Nicker. Yeah, he is. He's, listen, it's going to be hard to maintain that level of play, um, but I do think the way the Sharks play is very suited to him, very suited oh, yeah. to his play style, very suited to him running those lines, pardon me, all my days. Um, 
very suited to him running those lines, hitting those holes, just scoring a ton of tries and just being... I think if he's the one... If, if we're talking about, you know, the ones to um, make the big hits and the big plays, I think that's him if we're talking about their forward pack. Um, but they just need to get him involved a little bit more. But dude's a stud. He's a stud. And I think anyone on any team... I think any team would kill to have him, to be honest. I, I genuinely think he's the best line runner in the comp. Oh, hot take, bro. No, I'm playing. Of course okay. he is. I'm I was going to say, I don't think there's another second role that hits hits the line like Rudolph does. Rudolph? Ru- Rudolph. Bloody Rudolph, <laughs> eh? Rudolph. I, I've never seen him run a line in my life. <laughs> uh, um, anyway, I've never seen a guy run run a line like Britton Nakora does, apart from maybe Reese Walsh. Okay, this guy's... Yeah, continue. <laughs> um, He's got good ball... Ball playing skills as well. Yep. Uh, we've seen him in some plays used, <clears throat> pardon me, in the centers or the wing. Yep. Um, where guys like Katon and Ramian come in more. Mm-hmm. Gives him the core of space on the wing. Mm-hmm. Not often guarded. I still remember when he outran Tom Drabojevic. <laughs> that was sad. But uh, yeah, Britain Nakora definitely exploded. It was probably a top three, maybe top five second row now. On locks. Right now? Well, <coughs> if you want to go right now, he's probably one. Who did Clarkie have number one? I didn't even... For fate. Oh. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I think he's on the same tier enough. now as Hamartley and Liam Martin. Almost. Almost Liam Martin. In terms of big games, I'd probably take Liam Martin still, but... Clarkie had him Just second. in general? Yeah, I'd have him second tier. I can't even look at that list. It's disgraceful. Um, but yeah, he had an outstanding year. As a, as you said, I think, yeah, you know, best line runner in the comp. Him and Nico work so well. I do think they they kind of need to switch things up a little bit though because it can get quite predictable when Nico's going to go short, go long. Like, you can kind of read what he's doing. Um, but yeah, I do agree. I think he, he he's a superstar. He's a superstar. I think, you know... The Tigers were willing to pay 700k to get him the year before this year. And people go, what, what, the Tigers want him? The Tigers yeah. trying to sort of try to play. And then, like, hello. Turned out to be a stud. So, you know, don't doubt us. Don't doubt our coaching and our scouting. And that's 700k before the salary cap increase. Yeah. So, it would so look like a pretty good deal. Like yeah, it would yeah. look like a pretty good deal. But, yeah, he was outstanding this year. I, I thought, I thought Ramian had a really good year, too. Up and down a little bit, but I thought out of the outside backs, he was the one that stood out to me the most. Yep. Uh, I've got two more. Um, obviously, Tom Hazleton, like you said. Yep. Found a spot in the team. Uh, I thought I thought he was almost their best prop this year. Yeah. In terms of could probably Yeah, I could probably vouch Like, that. those 20 to 25 minutes he gave, it, I, don't, I don't remember a bad game from him. Yeah, neither. I, Dude I, just scored I a I don't even know tries. if I remember a decent game. Like, he was good every yeah. time he came on the field. He was running hard. Scored scored a couple of tries. Scored a ton of tries. I had him in super coach, bro. He was my slow burn investment. And all of a sudden, he just started plucking meat pies out of nowhere. <laughs> and uh, I've got Connor Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, I was very high on him at the start of the season. I, I think he was very high. Miles. You were like erect. <laughs> I don't think I'm on guru level on Connor Tracy mm. yet. I remember when Tracy wasn't being picked for the Sharks. Guru was campaigning so hard to get him in to the point where he said. 
if Tracy was picked for Origin, would he even look that much out of place? Uh, no, it's just crazy. And he's like, I don't get how this guy's still playing for Newtown. Anyway, I'm not that high on him. That's crazy. What have but, I just heard? But I think Tracy's a very, very good player. He is, and he proved that. And I think if he does get a release, he'll go somewhere and he'll flourish. But for the Sharks, I would not be releasing him, of course. Absolutely um, not. I, yeah, I do think he had a great year um, and think he will earn himself a first-grade spot somewhere. Not necessarily Cronulla, but somewhere. Uh, I think he's too small for centre. I know they tried to kind of plug him in when Talakai was out, but I just don't think he's suited there. He's either a winger, a half, or a fullback. He, he plays one through seven regularly. Yeah, so I, I do I do really like uh, Tracy as a player. Um, you, yeah, he's grown on me this year. He's grown on me, but... Yeah, for me, I think he's still a bit displaced in this Shark squad. I wouldn't blame. I don't blame him for trying to seek a release because I think he is someone who deserves to play first grade week in week out. Yep, hundred percent. Oh, and I've also I added this guy. Yeah. Because I've just remembered him. Uh towards the back end of the season, Jack Williams. I yeah. thought he was. Very, yeah. I thought he was playing very, very good football. I yeah, I really like that. He was great off the bench. Cool. All right, we got we got some disappointing players, fella. Uh, I've got a, I've got a list. Oh, I've got a list. Uh, so Matt Moylan, first of all, thought he started <laughs> off the season okay, but just completely dropped off. Defensively uh, dropped off. What? I was just the the clip of like a uh, bloke in a bar talking about Matt Moylan's try contributions. This is replaying in my head. He's so underappreciated. Like yeah, he was good last year for sure. Yeah, I thought last year he was actually quite good. But let's let's um, let's not act like he's a superstar. Like Matt Moylan, oh, no. I love him. Man, Penrith, he's one of my favorite players. But come on, he's he's expendable. Yeah, and I just I really didn't understand the bench role they were trying to get him to play either. <sighs> I don't think anyone did. I don't even think Craig Fitzgibbon did. He was yeah. just like Moylan, you gotta be there. It made no sense. Moiser, you gotta be there. Moiser. Moiser, you gotta be there. Um, a disappointing player for me was Dale Finucane. Yep, that's my thing. Compared to last year, was very disappointing. Missed a lot of games through injury, through suspension. Just couldn't stay on the field. Didn't really have a big workload either when he played. And I think he just struggled to make an impact a lot yeah. of the time. And he just hasn't seemed himself ever since joining. Yeah, Canara. I don't know. I don't know if it's the role they've got him playing because. You know, they're packed smaller, and he technically needs to be one of the bigger guys, but he's just not. Um, Luai's just been offered a $1.7 million deal for two years from the Panthers. Yeah, eight fifty. I think he. I, th- I think Penn goes to paper on that. Anyway, we're not talking about the Panthers. Um, yeah, I, I just think Dale needs a bit of a bounce back here, whether they simplify his role as he gets over. Uh, older, not over. Uh, I don't know. I think that would benefit him for sure, but... I guess we'll just have to wait and sh- wait and see, bro. Um, but yeah, production was a bit down for for Nuken this year. Yeah, the other three that I've got in disappointings. I'll talk about the first two first. I got Rudolph and Hunt. Yep. Now I know Hunt. Rudolph... I agree with, but again, I don't think it's entirely his fault. I yeah, neither. Just think the way he's been used. And I think Toby Rudolph. Um, I remember back to twenty twenty one. I thought he was a really, really like solid prop. Yep. But again, I just don't think he's fitting into this team. He's not. He looks more. He looks more a thirteen to me. He looks more a thirteen. Yeah, I don't see what he adds to their pack really. I know he had quite a few injuries, but even when he was playing, I just didn't didn't think he was adding much to the Cronulla Sharks. Yeah, right. If I'm being honest, 
That's brutally honest. Well, like, he's, I don't think he's a bad player, but I, I, I think he'd he'd suit another team better. Yeah. Than Cronulla. Yeah, uh, yeah. The last one. Now, I don't think he was too bad. I just wanted to see more from him as Oregon Kafusi. I yeah. thought he was going to be great. Like, I thought he was going to lock down, like, become an like an obvious starting prop. Like, he, he's yeah. not going to be on the bench this week. Yeah, I thought he was going to turn into that type of player who's uh, great in his bench role at Parramatta. I think he's doing all right at Cronulla. I don't think he's been bad. I just did mm. want to see more from him this year. Yeah, um, yeah, I rate that shout. Uh, I want to throw Nico in. Okay. Just, I don't think he was horrendous like everyone was making him out to be. Like Everyone was making him out to be some B-grade halfback. I think he was still a top five halfback in the comp. Yep. But you win a Dalliem, I want to see you take it to that superstar level. And I just think he didn't quite reach that. Uh, not being picked ahead of Mitchell Moses in Origin again I don't think that was entirely him um, but I do think Origin killed his confidence and he came back looking a shell of himself um, and I just think he'll build on that for next year but yeah I was quite disappointed that um, he had a bit of a more quiet year let's say yep. I think I, I do think the media plays a big role in people thinking like he didn't play well because like, the dude still had like 40 try contributions or something 30 try contributions mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, 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 I just think from the standard he played out last year, obviously it's going to be harder now that you've got a bit of a target on your back. Um, but I do think he needs to show us a bit more next year, just in terms of defensively and just creativity. Yeah, I think he can I set those things that. up, take it to another level. All right, we'll get into some 2023 awards. We've got the uh, most valuable player, most improved player, breakout year player, and um, most disappointing. So who have you got for your MVP? I think it's pretty obvious. My MVP is Britt Nicker. Okay, I want Nico Hines. I know. I'm going Britt Nicker. I thought he was the best player all year round. Most consistent in and out every week. Defensively, in attack, everything. Um, he's a machine. He never stopped in any game. I don't think there was a game you could point out where he wasn't good. Um, and there was a few off games for Nico. So, yeah, for me, uh, Nicker was definitely the MVP. Um, showed huge levels this year. We already touched on him, obviously, for quite a while before. But, yeah, for me, most consistent. Best output. He was the best player for me. Fair enough. Um, I still went Nico Hines. I know he had a few off games, but I just think without him, but like I know you can say the same about Nicora, but I think yep. the team crumbles more without Hines. Mm-hmm. So. I oh yeah, I completely Nico. understand that. Yeah, I completely understand that. Um, most improved. Oh yeah. No, 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 you're good. Uh, most, most improved. improved. I yeah, could go in for that, but because it was, it was, he was the most improved. <laughs> he was probably an average second roller. He, he maybe was a little the most bit above improved. coming into this season. Um, and now he's like top five, absolute minimum second row. He was the most improved, but do I want to give it to him? I don't even know if I have a choice. Yeah, Britton Nicaro, most improved. Cool. From standard second row to my Sharks MVP so he's probably yeah clearly ought to be the most improved yeah I think we've talked enough about Nakora so we're not going to dwell too much shout on out Kennedy one. though shout out Kennedy yeah Kennedy's around that breakout year on Connor Tracy oh I'm going to go Britt Nakora oh you're going to go the same <laughs> well I mean he did he did correct he did but give it to someone else No, nah, he's going to I think he's going to clean up to be honest he's not going to get the next one I can tell you that but yeah, breakout year, Britton Nicker, Um Top three, second row in the comp from probably not even being top 10. 
dude took an outstanding leap. I'm, I mean, is this basically the Brit Necro podcast? Pretty much. But, yeah, I don't really see anyone else I can give it to. Yep, I don't think your next award's going to be Brit Necro. We've got most disappointing player. I went Dalfa Newcomb. Oh, I'm going to go Teague Wilton. Okay. Uh, I know he got injured, so probably a bit dog for me to say that. A bit uncouth. But, yeah, I think it's got to be Teague Wilton. I think we had big expectations for him. Maybe from a super coach standpoint, because everyone was just on his nuts. I think so, offensively he did all right. It's just defensively. He's missing even offensively, tackles. like I felt like he took the ball for himself a few too many times. Yep. And the holes he was running weren't as effective as I would have liked. Yep. But... Yes. Yes, T. Wilton for me. I just think defensively he wasn't up to scratch at all. Yep. Get Wilson in there. Fair enough, mate. I, I don't entirely disagree with you. Um, Is that all the awards? We just got through awards in three minutes. Yeah, that's all the awards, mate. He picked Britain and Cora three times. We can't talk about him much more. Um, we'll just get straight into... Sorry, their... part of my microphone which just fell out. We'll just get into their uh, gains and losses. Their gains, absolutely nobody. I think they've got <laughs> some of the best depth in the comp, so they don't really need to. Yeah. Um, and you'll see me use that in my best 17. I've got some shock droppings coming into this season. Yeah, all right. But um, losses, Wade Graham. That's it. So the team doesn't Is that the much. only loss? Yep. Oh, my days. Yeah, Wade Graham. Um, I think he actually, you know what? I was a big fan of him. Uh, big fan of him towards the end of the year. Thought he really improved that side, and I just, yeah, I thought he had a good year. Great, a great little send off. I know they couldn't win that final for him, but he won a comp. I'm sure he's all right. Um, yeah, no, they really need to start moving some stuff on that roster. They yeah. need to start freshening up. I don't know where they go, I don't know how they do it. I don't know where they but, go, they go to their depth, but they can't stand Pat for another year. Yep. They cannot stand Pat for another year. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying. And if they do, they'll throw out a little prediction. They're yeah, not going to yeah. make the eight. I, I think they missed the eight. Yeah, I agree. They can't do it another year they because there's seventh, too many good they teams. They came seventh this season. Six. Yeah, you're right. They came sixth this season. Um, you got South. South missed the eight. Mm-hmm. They'll so, be back. There's always a few, a few surprises. South will be back. The Come Cowboys will be better. Uh, the Tigers will be there. Manly will be in the top four. Well, there we go. There's already four teams, so four of them got to drop out. So yeah, and I think I've reflected that. I, I've I've got like mass change in this team. At the yeah. Moment. Yeah. Well, I think I have relatively mass change. I wouldn't say the most drastic train changes in history, but. All right. Yeah. We'll get into a mini preview. Who do you think fills the shoes of Wade Graham? Teague Wilton, to yeah. an extent. But I've got to save that for my best seventeen, mate, because that's where that comes in. But, All right. okay, well, I'll just say it now. No, no, we'll just say, no, 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 we'll, we'll head to the next one. That's actually a really good shout. I don't mind that at all as we get into the best 17s. Now, you, I think we're going to have a lot of, I reckon we're going to have a lot of talking points here. All right, good, because I, I like that. I like that. All right, let's go one by one. Fullback. I've Kennedy. Will, I've got Will Kennedy yep. staying. Yep. Okay, good. I was worried you had Kate Dykes. I was very worried you had Kate Dykes. Now, I think Will Kennedy did enough to get his spot. More than enough spot. He did more than enough. He but, played like a, like a serious all-star. Of course he did enough. The, kid, the guy's not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't think Will Kennedy is an issue in either of these teams. 
Yeah, um, he's far from an issue. I think he's perfect for them in an attack. If Will Kennedy, if Will away. Kennedy is your issue, then you got a very good football club. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's, there's no way he Cape drops Dykes out. Coming off an ACL, mm-hmm. I don't think he's really pushing. And I think with a young career like him, with a young career for him, they need to take as much time possible nursing that because you do not want to hinder him for the rest of his career. All right, wingers. Katoa Molotalo. I agree with you there. I, I think oh. again, you just. <laughs> oh, I, the way you looked at me, I was like, ah. This mass change. Ah, uh, I know who. I reckon you've predicted a few of them yeah. that I've done. But yeah. like, this is this is how I, I see the team best. I think Sione Katoa is a very solid winger. Beast. He was better than Molotalo. Last I think Molotalo is an absolute beast as well. Yeah. They're only going to continue to get better. Agreed. They're only relatively young too. And neither of them are poor defensively. They're both very good finishers. Yep. Oh, there's, there's no reason. Ronaldo had a bit of a down year with his finishing last year. Dropped a few over the line, the poor fella. But mate, you remember that game, first game against South? Yeah. Oh. I do, I do. Uh, but big fan of Katoa, me. Um, I've I've been on the Katoa train for a couple of years now. All right, and, and I think he's really breaking that's out. That's about the last uh, normal pick I've gone with. Great. <laughs> centers. Hit me with your centers. Obviously, Jesse Raymond's yep. going to be there. We don't see a reason to change it. And say it on three. Say it on three. Three, two, one. Kaylaro. Oh, Kale yeah, it's is got in. It. But did you see him play for the Cook Islands? Uh, I didn't see the game on Sunday. Didn't see the game, bro. Okay, he was just throwing blokes. Like people were trying <laughs> to tackle him, he's like literally just throwing him. I literally thought some guy died. Like he <laughs> got punched in the head. Uh, yeah, he Mate, was nuts. I'll uh, bring in, up he's his stats. In cup. He's getting about eight tackle breaks a game. He's running two hundred meters a game from center. By the way. He's just a beast. He's not poor defensively at all. Mm-hmm. And I, I I, think that left edge needs mass change just for defense. Yeah, he, he had six tackle breaks, 163 metres, 11 tackles and an offload. Didn't oh, score yeah. or, or assist, but this isn't soccer. Yeah. So, who cares? He's scoring tries in, uh, in Cup, though. Yeah, for and sure. He's, yep. he's just an absolute beast. And I, I, I think... He's asking he's asking questions about leaving the club now, and mm. I just don't think you can keep him out any longer. I don't see a reason to keep him out any longer. Mm-hmm. Talakai probably isn't working there. Um, not that it's his fault, really, but I just think it's not yeah, yeah. not working yep. out that experiment anymore. Yep. I think teams have uh, kind of got into that. Did think about Connor Tracy, but um, yeah, like you said, I just think he's a little bit too small for the centers at the moment. Yeah, I think Iroh is literally a perfect center for right now. Like he's a strike center, huge body, good Put defensively. Put him next to Oh, that's an edge. I wait wait until we get down to the second round and then then we can start talking about an edge. Yeah. Because I think he honestly has like represented I think can he play for New Zealand or is he origin? Iroh? Yeah. Uh Kiwi. Kiwi. But he will, he has the potential to start for New Zealand regularly like he's that good. And I think if the Sharks don't start playing in this year, He'll some wait. team has to take a chance. He'll Melbourne, wait. Melbourne, because go and get him. Kyle Iroh, he's like twenty three now. Yeah, four almost. Yeah, maybe. he's so he's losing time. He's losing time. He's got to get into first. Para, Para would he'd be great on Parramatta. Mm. Him like, and Patterson would be a no, lovely little synergy. Can play fullback as well. He's very yeah very versatile. Like his best position is centre, granted, but mm-hmm. mate, he's got to be in this team. I think. He's, yeah. he, he's your other centre, right? Yeah, he is my other centre. Alrighty. Who's your six? Halves. You, give me, you give me yours, because I, I think you're going to go... My six is Nico Hines. Your six is Hines? Yep. Okay. Is your seven Trindle? Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I got them changing roles because Trindle Ooh. needs to be a game manager. Ooh. And unfortunately, they didn't let him do that. Here we go. Hines is my seven. Oh, Kate Dykes, isn't it? My six is Connor Tracy. I can't... I don't hate it. I did, like... It was in my head. But, I, bro, I think Trindle's actually really good. I just think he's not a six. He's a seven. Just let him sit back. He's definitely more Kick of a to corners. Yeah. We saw him when Hines was out. Everyone's going, how good's Trindle? How good is this bloke? They extend him, do everything like that, and then he comes back in when Hines is there, and he doesn't look as good. I just think that's because he had a completely different role. If you just yep. let him sit back and manage the game, kick on last, let Nico just be the attacking force that he is that we saw at Melbourne where he could pop up anywhere and just make something out of nothing so I think Trindle actually complements him really well as a half I think Trindle's kicking game is better than Nico's Nico's kicking game went leaps and bounds towards the end of the year but what's the issue with having two very good NRL standard kickers like let Trindle do a majority of the work let Nico save his legs for attack and let Trindle get him out of trouble and give Nico the the short kicks the short kicking game Now, I did think about Trindle. Oh, like, this one was a very, very yeah. close call. Yeah, yeah. I, just can't, I just can't have Tracy out of this team. My only um, issue is with Tracy's very run first. I think his and ball think playing is very good, though. It is, it is. But he's very run first for me. Yep, I'm fine And with that's that. Nico very run first, too. So, it limits one of their games to what they're going to have to do in that role. Yeah, I, look, in this team, obviously, you've got Nico as the main kicker still. As the main game Again, manager still. Yeah. Um... I think Connor Tracy being a run first six, well, I mean, it obviously suits a, a game managing half. Mm. Uh, I think his ball playing, we saw from fullback, is still pretty good. Yep. Only questions I have are over his kicking game. I haven't seen much of it. Yep. However, he he's played half. A number yeah, of yeah, times yeah. And he was good. And it was his main position at one point before he became this massive utility. Yep. I can't I can't have Tracy out of his team. I wasn't going to pick him over Kennedy. And I wasn't going to pick him. Uh, I want Iroh in there as well, so can't yeah. really pick him in the centres. I wasn't going to take him over Katoa and Mulatalo. Yep. I think Trindle is is the easiest one to just yeah. say, all right, Tracy. No, I, I see that. Make way. I see that. I just think... And I think Tracy's going to leave if he's not played. I agree. I just think um, Trindle's such a good seven. I think Nico would be amazing at six people, calling him to get picked at six for Origin. Mm-hmm. I, I think just changing up something like that, something that could be so simple, like... These changes don't always have to be a complete overhaul of your team. It could yeah. literally just be a different way to run your system. Yep. And if you give Trindle those managing responsibilities, it lets Nico play free and play what's in front of him. And he doesn't have to stress about being that super game managing seven. Yep. And I think last year they tried to make Trindle be that guy that just plays what's in front of him. That's not how he plays. He is a game managing half, which we saw earlier in the year. And I think that's... If they can get back to that, then... Please get back to that. Yeah, look, I don't mind those halves at all, and I really like the shout of having Trindle at seven and Nico at six. Yeah. The only thing is, I, I I just couldn't drop Tracy. Yeah, but I don't mind Tracy at six because I think it makes it forces Nico to be less ball dominant. Like he, yeah. if you're going to use NBA terms, like with usage, like he would have the number one usage in the comp. Mm-hmm. Like the guy has the ball like almost ten times a set. Yeah. If you talk about how many touches he's getting, so yeah, I I do think that Nico needs to be a little bit less ball dominant because it allows everyone else to kind of get a touch of the ball, Yep. Uh, try and create something for themselves. But uh, uh, yeah, for me, at the start of the year, I'd go Trindle, but Tracy is definitely worth worth investing time in. All right, nine, we're obviously going Blake Braley. Yep, no, nothing much to say about that. Props, who are your props? I do have Rudolph 
He's on a fairly big pay packet, I believe. He's on about 450, 500. Yep. So he does need to be there. I do think he still offers a lot as an NRL player, but I just think... I, I think he needs to have a better front rower alongside him to start the game. Someone that is plays a very different style of rugby league to him, and that's why I've got Royce Hunt. Okay. I've I've gone similar with different styles. Yep. I've gone... Now, look, I don't exactly love this move, uh-huh. but I think I've had to make it. I've gone Hamlin Ueli and Finucan. Oh, we just spoke about how bloody small that pack was, and it gets smaller. I don't think so. Hamlin Ueli coming in, I think he's a decent enough size body. Having Finucan there, I think, forces him to become that alpha, yep. make those tougher runs, play in, play out. I think everyone can tell at this point that I've only moved Finucane to fit McInnes in the starting team. Yeah. So, I'll say McInnes lock right now. I've got McInnes lock. So. He works so much better starting. Works so much better. Good, Better ball player. And I think it's a waste of a 14 to have McInnes on the bench. Because he comes on and plays a forward role. He's not going to come on and play nine. Yep. And the thing is, like. Tackles his heart out. Yeah. Yeah. Plays with high intensity, which I think the Sharks need. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There's another player in there. That I've got um, kind of a high intensity guy, but I've had to move Fanuka to prop. I really don't like him off the bench. I don't. Yeah. I don't think he's a massive impact guy off the bench. So I've kind of just got him in that starting role. Yeah. Next to Hamlin Ueli, just to, you know, go out there, make your tackles, mm-hmm. be the leader of the pack. Not not leader of the pack, but like in a leadership role of the pack. Not in yeah. terms of like going forward. He can still he can still take his runs. You said before about simplifying his role being a prop. You're literally just running forward. You're not having to do all this yeah. playing, managing stuff. Yeah, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I, I'll put Fanuka in a prop. Like I said, I don't love it. I think 13 is his best position, but I've got to make room for Cam McInnes. Yeah, i got Cam McInnes at 13 as well. Um, I just think his defense is outstanding. And if you want to talk about what the Sharks need, it's defense, middle defense. They need to strengthen it up somewhere. And I think McInnes can definitely go 80, if not 65, at least. I um, think he's just such an outstanding player. I laughed at Guru when he mentioned him for Origin, but you watch him more and more and you're like, maybe he does have the ability. I just need to see it from minute one to minute 80 yep. uh, on a consistent basis. And I think him starting at lock is probably the best way for him to showcase that to me. Yep, cool. Second row is now. Again, like I said... I haven't gone with normal picks yet again. Yeah. Um, you got you got Britain, because I've got Britain. Obviously, Britain's there on that right edge. Yep. On the left edge, I've got Jack Williams. Wow. That is nuts. Now. Jack, no, nah, no. Nah, Jack Williams is nuts. Why? Keep going, but that's nuts. What? No, no. Tell me why. Just, just nuts. Alright, I'll explain my point. I don't think Teague Wilton fits into this side as well as um, some of these some of these other second rollers that I've got in the team. I've actually, I'm going to spoil it now. I've dropped Teague yep. completely. Uh, he's coming off an ACL. We don't know how he'll return. Obviously, that'll be determined by how he does in preseason, things like that. Yep. But I think Jack Williams plays a lot more like Wade Graham in the fact that He's a hard runner, and he, he's not poor in defense, and he, he's, his work rate's through the roof. I don't hate it. I've gone to Alakai, uh, because I think that's a real strike left edge. 
I think it is, but I'm... but they do need to be solid in defense. Yeah, so that gives me that gives me a left edge defense of Williams, Tracy, Iro, Mortalo. So it's a full, pretty much a full change up at the left edge. Yeah. I look Jack Williams, while still unproven, at the back end of the year, I thought he looked really good. As long as praise season and that goes well for him, I would start him. Obviously, if he drops off again, you can bring in a Talakai. You can bring in, you bring T. Wilton back. You got Calhoun in there. You got some good, good backup juniors uh-huh. uh, that you can bring in. But I, I, I think I'd like to take the risk on Jack Williams. Yeah, um, I don't mind it. I, I don't mind it. Um, but yeah, I, I'd be taking the Talakai route. I think yeah, okay. he is an actual star. Like no disrespect to Williams, but. Talakai is a star. I think he obviously came into the competition playing back row. I think he can build on that. I think he's much better defensively in the back row because he doesn't have to worry about people really running on the outside of him. Yep. He's a much bigger body. Slot him back into that back row, get him back comfortable where he started, and and build from there. I just think it's really good for their attack and definitely benefits their defense, pushing him in uh, slightly. And Iroh's great in defense um, yeah, he is. as well. So. I think that definitely solidifies that edge without having to really reduce the star power they got out there. Yep, fair enough. Uh, bench is we'll interesting. Start with the bench. Bench we'll, is interesting. We won't go with... Have you got a utility? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, I'm assuming you've gone... Tracy. Tracy. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've got Tracy. So... You can literally off. cover one through seven, so yeah. yeah. Is, is a great utility option. Um, we'll start off with the uh, bench forwards. i got three. Yeah. What? Well, you got Dykes? I don't know about 14. I'm tossing up between Trindle and Dykes. Yeah. Massive toss up because, look, Cade Dykes, he burst onto the scene. Did his, what, was it Achilles or ACL? ACL. I think it was an ACL. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So, did his ACL, but, mate, you can tell he, he has mm. massive potential. Now, I don't know if I'd compare his games to how, like, Falongo is going at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, you can tell he's one of those, one, one of those, kind of new era fullbacks yeah and where would he come on is really the only thing that is throwing me mm. about putting Dykes at 14 I think Trindle is probably the safer option mm-hmm. he can come on maybe play a bit of 13 could come on in the halves um mate it's it's, it's hard to pick it's really yeah. hard to pick between them two in my opinion so I, I actually don't know but I, I'd be picking one of those two either way I don't really mind yep Okay. But I think I, I just think Dykes has massive potential. So if you keep him out too long, then I, I really don't know what you do with him long term. Because they're back one, Kennedy, Katara, Raymond, Iro, Mortala, Tracy Hines is all young. Yeah. So I don't know what you do with Kate Dykes long term if you're not going to play him for the next five years. Yeah. But um, anyway, my who are your bench props? I got Hamlin Yoweli, Dale Finucane and Teague Wilton. I'm in, wait, so... Okay, yep. That's fair enough. I've got uh, Toby Rudolph um, coming off the bench. I think he'd be more of a bench impact guy. He's a smaller prop. Yep. Come on, bring, yep. <clears throat> bring the energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got Cece Fatalakai, another yep. energy guy, and I've got Tom Hazelton. Yeah, it's hard for me to leave Hazelton out, but I don't know. I'm a big Royce Hunt guy. Yeah, think, fair enough. I think he's got a lot of potential. Fair enough. I think he can do a lot as well, just with his body type with the modern front row too. 
uh, yeah, I really like Royce Hunt. So it was tough for me to leave Hazleton out. That could definitely change throughout the year. But yeah, Hamlin Ueli, I think, coming off the bench, has a lesser workload. Uh, a bit easier on him with his injury history. Dale Finucane getting up there in age, bringing him off the bench, just allows him to be fresher throughout that middle part of the game. Yep. And Teague Wilton coming off of ACL, bringing him off the bench. Again, lessens his workload, helps him to rehab properly. So for me, the, the, the three bench forwards are on there actually to optimise their ability and to put them in the best situation possible. It's not because they're the worst players, but that's how I think they'd fit best. Yeah, and I think, I think benches these days need to be used like that. Yeah. I don't think just picking, oh, okay, he's better, so he's starting. Like, obviously, your superstars, you got to start. Mm. But I think bench is all about, like you said, optimizing each player's performance. Yep. And um, if you've got a guy who plays smaller minutes, mm-hmm. bring him on just to go, just, literally just to go skits around tied forwards, whatever, yeah. whatever it's going to be. Yeah. I think I think that, that is the role of the bench in the modern, modern NRL. Yeah, so, it was hard for me to leave out... Kafusi, Williams, and Hazelton, but they'll get their chance because there'll be injuries, there'll be suspensions, there'll be all types of things, there'll be poor form, they'll get their chance. So if they can cement them, cement a spot there, then all power to them. But just for right now, they don't really fit the direction I would be taking the Sharks in. Yeah, neither. And look, mate, I've dropped some, I've dropped some quality players as well. I've left, I've left Trindle out or or Dykes, one mm. of the two. I've left uh, Royce Hunt out. I've left Oregon Kafusi out. I've left Teague Wilton out. Yeah. Like, there, there are a lot of quality players there, and there's no doubt that if they go with my team, that the Newtown Jets would destroy New South Wales yeah. Cup completely. They would obliterate them. But, um, yeah, so just to recap, Kennedy's my fullback. I've got Katoa Mortalo on the wings. I've got Jesse Ramian and Kale Iro. I think he definitely needs to be in the squad come next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forgot to mention as well, he can play second row as well as wing and fullback. Uh, Connor Tracy and Hines in the halves. Hamlin Ueli for Nukem props with Braley 9. Nakora, Jack Williams as the second bro. rowers. Karen McInnes 13. And then Dykes or Trindle 14. Rudolph, Talakai, Hazleton as the bench forwards. Yeah, apologies again. My microphone's just falling out for the 85th time. Uh, but my back five's the same. I got Hines and Trindle in the halves. I got Rudolph and Hunt in the front row with Braley at 9. I've got Nicker and Talakai uh, as the second rows of Cam McInnes at 13. Then my bench is Tracy, Hamlin, Yoeli, Fanuka, and Wilton. All right. That sorts that. We're going to get into a few off-season targets. Look, off the top of my head, I don't have many, but uh, I was speaking about Wellsby today. He'd be a good... Back to the Super League. Oh, mate, you kind of got to at this point, but Wellsby, uh, I think for sure, could play that six-roll perfectly next to Hines. Luai I'd be looking at, for sure. They need a big star, I feel like. Um, they need a big star. Uh, Curran I'd be looking at, even though it looks like he might go to the Bulldogs. Uh, just front rowers. They need front rowers. I don't know how many front rowers on the market right now. All right, so here are the potential Josh picks Allier. I've got. There we go. Here are the potential My picks classic I've got. Josh Allier. Um, Yeah, Allier is really the only one. That you could target. He's not really off contract though. The only prop that I thought would be worth their time, or that was kind of realistic mm. that they could get, was Jordan McLean. Yeah. Yeah. Again, but he's old. Prop. Like a, he's older. I want. Yeah. Props to build with. Yeah. I so I, I don't really know about that. I was really zeroing in on that left edge second row spot. Yep. For signings, mm-hmm. and I think there's a few. I did talk about wanting a uh, kind of workhorse makes his tackles, but uh. 
like you said, you don't want to give up too much. Yeah, star power. Too much star power. Uh, Jai Arrow's off contract for 2025. Oh, yeah. I'd, I'd be looking into that. South Sydney kind of put themselves in a little bit of salary cap. Yep. Trouble signing yep. Jack White and all that. I think Jai Arrow... And Arrow's on 800k. Jai Arrow can play proper as well if you need him to. I like that. But I really do like that. Putting him on that left edge second row spot as well, I think would upgrade the Sharks immensely. Mm-hmm. I have here they could bring Kurt Capewell back. He's on mm-hmm. contract at the end of 2024. As well, I think he'd suit that left edge well. Experienced guy out there on that left edge. Defensively as well, not mm-hmm. too bad. Um... I did have here, look, he's not playing his best at the moment, but uh, if the Roosters want to unload Angus Crichton... Oh, yeah. I don't mind yeah. if the Sharks bring him back, because if he can get back to his best, that'd be... that. There's kind of your extra star. Yeah, yeah. Back row is Cr- yeah. of Crichton and Nicara. I think it's very, very good. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Roosters... I think the Roosters are going to try and unload him. I think so, but they were saying they're not really going to budge, but I saw another report the other day saying they've kind of put that, you know, they don't got a budget on an arrow club thing in the bin now, and it's just more about making room for Siwa Wong and Billy yep. Smith and all those Matt other extensions. Bulger yeah, is, is in the second row now. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, uh, I did go for another utility. Now, I don't know how realistic this is, mm. but uh, I've gone Jaden Braley. I don't think it's unrealistic. Now, if the Knights do want to offload him. Doing another ACL. I, I think Knights are going to be thinking, all right, we've had this guy for a while now. Mm. Seems to be injured all the time. Phoenix is I good. He's Phoenix cheap. Could come in. Will Price can play a bit of nine as a utility off the bench. I think if Jaden Braley goes, I don't really see where he's going to get a big role, unless it's at the Dragons, maybe. Yep. But, um, yeah, going back to Cronulla, just playing kind of a one-two role with his brother. Yeah, I, like I think that. it'd be very good. I really like really that, good yeah. For them. They, they should have some utility. cap space. Uh, they should have some cap space. I don't mind Lewis Dodd for yep. them. I'm yep. going to keep going on Super League Lewis because Dodd. that's only the place we're going to get them. Lewis Dodd, Morgan Knowles. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Morgan Smithies, new Raiders player, but may as well just throw him in there. Yep. Mackinson. Um, Mate, I want to start. Sam Tonkin's just retired. They can bring him out of retirement. Yeah, they could do that. For sure, they could do yep. that. But, for real... Brody Croft. Brody Croft. For real. He just went, who, who just won Man of Steel? Bevan oh, French. Bevan French, yeah. Bring him back. Raiders. Dragons. Dragons. <sighs> Dragons. Bevan. Go on, do it. Apparently, Hastings going back to the Super League with that made-up report. Um, but, yeah. I like those targets, bro. I like those targets. They make a lot of sense. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. Uh, that kind of brings no us... No Connor Watson? I don't mind it. I just yeah, think, well, I you just, just throw Connor Watson in for every team, so... Nah, yeah. Right, thanks. I, I don't think he suits him. <laughs> I don't think he suits him for once. There's a team that doesn't suit Connor Watson. Now, every other team he suits. I'll take him at Manly. But, um, you take anyone at Manly. You need them down there. We just signed Corey Waddell, so... <laughs> Big signing. Yeah, six string second row. Oh yeah, the kids got potential. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's kind of the end of the episode, so we can kind of wrap it up there. I do have something I want to. I, I want to go into just a little Easter egg at the end of this episode. Mm. There has been a top one hundred list of NRL players released, and it is honestly I need to hear one it. of the worst lists I've ever. I seen. need to hear it. Who releases zero tackle? No, nah, it's it's like a 
It's like a quiz thing. I don't know who it was who it was based off, how they ranked them. I need to hear this. But um Is it current, like this year? Yeah. Is Where there was a way on? we can like pull this out so you can like Yeah yeah. yeah. You just can like on. guess with it without ending the ending the stream. If you just go on here, find what you need to find. I'll turn around the other yeah, way. Turn around. And um show me. I'm I love these type of things. This is a bit of a bonus thing for you because Sharks are, you know, what's already needed to be said about them doesn't go unsaid. I mean, a lot of people have touched on the Sharks this year. I really want to guess this. I'm not going to guess the full 100. All right, we'll go... Go we'll 20. Go, we'll, go we'll top go, 20. No, we'll go into... Uh, top 20? Yeah, go top 20. I I, I want to go in terms of... Try, try and guess the top five in each position. Oh, is that how it's done? No, no, no. It's done in top 100, but, like, we won't get to some of, like, the absolutely horrendous picks. Oh, without that are doing in that. Here without doing that. Okay. Even top tens, you kind of have to go top tens almost. Okay. All right. All right. You start me off with the position. Let's go. Let's go full back. One. Am I going from ten to one or one to ten? One. Ah, uh, one to ten. Kellen Ponga. No, he's third. He's ranked sixth overall in the players. Actually, you know what? Just go. Just just go. Just go in terms of um. Just go in order. Don't don't worry about positions. Number one, Nathan Cleary. Yep. Number two, uh, Reese Walsh. Nope. James Tedesco. Reese Walsh is number three. James Tedesco is number eleven. Dylan Edwards. Dylan Edwards is. I don't see him, mate. Oh, lovely. Um, Sean Johnson. Sean Johnson is ranked twenty-one. Ah. Harry Grant. Harry Grant is ranked 19. Payne Haas. That's number two. Is he a two? Yep. Far out, that's all I... I go control F. I'll just find Edwards quickly. He's 29. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hate it for my agenda, but yeah. Go on. Appy. Just guess for Appy. Find out where Appy Coruscant is. 37. Oh, it's not the worst. Please tell me he's the second highest hooker. And do not tell me that Damien Cook is above him. Alright, let me go let, let me let me look at all all the names, I'll tell you where he is ranked. If Wade Egan, Damien Cook, Jeremy Marshall Harry, King Harry Grant at nineteen is first yeah. for hookers. Yeah. I will Happy walk Happy Corusau is number two at thirty seven. Yes, okay, good. 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 At least we have so I, I would still have Happy at not nineteen, but I have him above. Daily Cherry Evans. He's number nine. I like that. Alright, read out some hells. Alright. If you if you tell me the player, you're gonna tell me who's above him. Alright, so Nathan Cleary one. Yeah, that's fine. Payne Haas two. That's fine. Reese Walsh three. That's fine. Tom Traboy is fourth. That is nuts. Cameron Munster five. Nuts. He shouldn't be there. Callum Ponga six. Should be higher. Or Trell Mitchell seven. Oh Yep. Tino eight. What on earth? Yep. Cherry Evans, 9. That's fine. Cam Murray, 10. <laughs> James Tedesco, number 11. Number 12, Pat Carrigan. Alright, mate, just, just hold Yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Just hold your breath for this I'm one. I'm good. 13, Jack Whiten. He's just walked out of the room. <laughs> Come 
fucking night. We got more to go over. Bro, Jack, Jack White and Agenda in 2023 is nuts. We got, we got more to go over. Did, did these guys not watch this year? No, they didn't. There, there's some more. There, there's, there's more abs. There can't be any worse than Jack White being close to a top 10 current era. Bro, more, I'm sorry. There's more horrendous picks. No disrespect. Picks. There's more horrendous picks. Okay. Fortnite and Jerem Hughes. Oh my goodness. 15, Joey Mino. 16, yeah, that... Yo. 17, Mitchell Moses. Uh. 18, Josh Papali. What? <laughs> who was ahead of... Adam Fidel Blake. Who was ahead of 19, Harry Grant. 20, Adam Reynolds. 21, Sean Johnson. And 22, Nico Hines. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh my goodness. 23, Hamole. He's a first, second rower. Twen- uh, after Fafita. Yeah. 24. Okay. Coming in as the one, two. Fourth best second rower. Papali is third. Uh, sorry, prop. Uh, we got JWH. Oh. <laughs> You see why I've thrown this in here now? Yeah, I like this. I like this. This is a pro- what is this? Twenty-five Fisher Harris. Yeah, shouldn't be that high, but yeah. Twenty-six Holmes. Yeah. Twenty-seven Cobo. Oh my goodness! Before Toa, let's just put that out there. He's the best winger in the game. That is disgraceful. Twenty-eight Cody Walker. Yep. Like we just said, twenty-nine Dylan Edwards. Thirty Ryan Pappenhausen. Fair play. 31, Tamalolo. Oh, no. In 2023. Oh, hang on. David is here at 33. That's what I was saying. You didn't say him. Tamalolo's the best in the game, apparently. When was this made? Literally a month ago. This is crazy. Keep going. <laughs> uh, 32 is Jake Trebojevic. Oh, what? That is disgraceful. 33 was David Fafita. 34 here is your man, Adam Fenor Blake. That is so disrespectful, AFB. 35, Joe Tarpany. 36, yeah. Kikau. <laughs> 37, Coruscant. That No! 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 <laughs> Get kick out, bro. I, I, I Keep going. 38, he's the second best winger in the game, Brian Totter. Yep. Your sixth prop at 39, Christian Welsh. <laughs> yeah. 40, Jeremiah Nanai. Yeah. Uh, 41, Ben Hunt. Yeah. 42, Clint Gutherson. <laughs> Yeah. All the way down in 43, Stephen Crichton. <laughs> 44, Torhu Harris. 45, Hamaso Tabuai Fado. Oh, my days. 46, apparently all of those players are better than Liam Martin. <laughs> 47, we got Hectic Cheese. <laughs> oh, my days. 48, Junior Paulo. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. I'm just going to say 50 Scott Drinkwater because AJ Brimson's 49. So I want to say that Brimson's above Drinkwater. Yep. That's not even laughable. That's that's worse than laughable. 51, Tyson Frizzell. 52, Ruben Cotter. (laughs) 53, Lindsey Collins. Yeah. 54, Nelson. (laughs) 55, Mo (laughs) Fodawaka. 56. Apparently, all these players are better than them. Jerome Luai. <laughs> 57. Damien Cook. 58. Dill Brown. 59. Tom Gilbert. 
60 Campbell Gillard, 61 Kaloma Tungy, 62 Angus Crichton. Oh! 63, we've got um, we've got our third winger, Josh Adokar. Yeah. 64, <laughs> former New Zealand captain, Jesse Bromwich. What is he doing? <laughs> and Jesse Bromwich is apparently better than Matt Burton in 65 and Jermaine Osaka in 66 and Matane Zelezniak in 67. <laughs> That's crazy. Suwali, 68. Coates, 69. Oh, my days. Dalfinukin, 70. <laughs> we literally just slandered it for 20 minutes. Sebo, 71. That's fine. No. Reese Robson, 72. Don't mind it completely. Kafusi 73. Arrow, 74. <laughs> Luke Keary, 75. <laughs> Toby Rudolph, 76. <laughs> I still haven't heard John Bateman or Buffett Lee. And I've just said Toby Rudolph. <laughs> or Buller. Alright, let's just say 78, Bradenham Best. Alright. Uh, 77, Jaden Campbell. Oh, yep. Uh, 79 is Hudson Young. Mm-hmm. 80, Murray Talongi. Oh, my days. I'll just tell you that 83 is CNK. <laughs> 82 is Campbell Graham. Mm. And 81, ahead of both of them, is Jordan Rapiner. <laughs> And Luke Keary, Ru- Rudolph, and Jaden Campbell. <laughs> Jaden Campbell is better than Charles Nickel Clocks, that, ladies and gentlemen. And Campbell Graham. 84, Zach Lomax. Yeah. 85 and 86 are the Saifidi brothers. <laughs> 87 is Victor Radley. Now, think of all the names that we've just said. And, um, and then Ezra, remember Ezra Mam is 88. <laughs> and then remember, you still haven't heard any Tigers players, apart from Rappy. I know we're trash, but I'm just saying. 89, Kieran Forum. <gasps> You're about to hear a Tigers player. 90, Luke Brooks. Who's better than 91, <laughs> Katoni Staggs? <laughs> 92, John Bateman. <laughs> Get my boy Johnny out of there! 93, Matt Timoko. And apparently he's better than 94, uh, Herbie Farmworth. <laughs> I'll just wait for the wait for the reactions to, to pass over. Jack White is eighty one spots higher than Herbie Farmworth. I've heard it all. Ninety five. <laughs> Tyrell it? Sloan. Where? Where's Ninety six. Mulatalo. Sloan's better than him. 97, Wade Egan. Sloan's also better than him. 98, Reid Marnie. 99, Jermaine Hopgood. Oh, my days. And last but not least, 100, there is a Tigers player. Oh, Stavano. It's David Clemmer. Oh, my days. So that's the top 100 NRL players for you. Let me look at my top 10s and I'm just going to tell you. Who did not feature in this top 100 list? That was the worst list I've ever heard. Shout out Dazzler. You've completely dazzled me with that. It was it was made based on one of them though, because I remember my mum came in and started reading them to me. So it was based on like an official thing. Ah, where are my top that 10s That is crazy. At? 
That is nuts. That is nuts. That is nuts. That is the worst list I've ever heard in my life. Wow, that is horrible. <laughs> All right, let's let's look at these. Let's look at these lists, and let's just say who didn't didn't feature. Um, going through the Raiders. I mean, Papali was top twenty. That's it's a joke. Horsburgh wasn't there, and Sloan was. The Bulldogs. No, I'm really to say there. Canola Sharks. I don't think any. Oh, McInnes wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, Dolphins. Like we said, Herbie was 94. JMK. Didn't no, feature. No one ever seen. Tom Flugler didn't feature. Um, <laughs> Titans. Jaden Campbell, band 77. Cool. AJ Brimson, 49. Manly, this is giving me the most biased take ever, but no caller. No Garrick. Brooks was there. That's good to see. That's about it. That's about all I have to say about that. Melbourne. Pappenhausen was there, so I can't really complain. You know what? Maybe, maybe they fit the... Similar to the right players. In yes! The Jake Trebojevich... The Jake Trebojevich agenda is starting on Twitter. What? What is this? What They're on? calling him Aiden Tolman. Okay, that's just insane. Yes. This guy said Jake Trebojevich versus Alex Twall, Riz versus sexual harassment. They are the same player. You're kidding. Tom Jackson, shout out you. Shout out Jared Smith. No way they picked Aiden Tolman to start over Carrigan. The guy is better defensively than Twall. Keep it coming. The guy is 50 times the ball player. Keep it coming, lads. He plays 80 Keep minutes. Keep it coming. Keep it coming. While doing that. Keep it coming. And runs about the same meters. Keep it that coming. Ridiculous. That is one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Keep it coming. One of the worst calls I have ever seen. Madison didn't make the top 100. Tango wasn't there. Um, Dragons will skip by then. No one deserves to be in there from the Dragons. The Dragons have a player. They did. They had Ben Hunt. Like and Tyrell Sloan. Oh, yeah. And Zach Lomax. Oh, yeah, they did. You're right. Never mind. All right, that does me because my brain actually can't function after hearing that now. <sighs> We're going to wrap it up, lads. What was, the wor- was worse, Jack White or Herbie at 94? Jack, no, Jack White at 13 is actually disrespectful to Peter Volandis and what he stands for. Which he doesn't stand for much. But what he does stand for is very disrespectful to PVL. I'm I'm sorry. And no disrespect to Jack White, of course. (laughs) Yep. Tyrell Sloan. Again, no disrespect to Sloan, but he is not a 100 player. Hmm? I reckon Herbie in 94 is worse. Like, Jack White's nowhere near. Yeah, no, Herbie. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, Herbie in 94 is way Even worse. Josh Papali's 17 is just crazy. That's crazy. Considering Joe Tarbany is about 30 spots lower than him. So, guys, Luke Brooks, you know, next ratings are going to be higher than Herbie Farmer. Yeah, well, he probably is now. He plays for Manly, to be honest. It wouldn't surprise me with you, mate, with your bloody Manly glasses. Anyway, we're going to wrap this on up, lads. Sorry to 
destroy your ears with that horrendous list. Uh, shout out Dazzle though. Thank you for keeping us entertained. We hopefully will see you boys on a Sunday pod this week. Sorry we're so lazy. Sorry that we have a life. Um, we'll catch you fellas the off season, in the next le- in the next step. Take care. Stay blessed. Stay safe. Humdinger.